Groove Cafe is powered by equity. Dial star 247 hash and open an equity account instantly. Anytime, anywhere, any phone. Star 247 hash. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe right here on RX Radio, and I am Crystal, always excited to hear from my guests. The Groove Cafe is brought to you by Equity Bank. Remember, you can open up a bank account so easy, just like that. Simply dial star 247 hash. Today, I have Lutgard Musime joining me, a Ugandan nutrition blogger, nutritionist, and author as well. She is passionate about nutrition, especially when it comes to children and persons with disabilities. Abilities. Lutgard, welcome to the Groove Cafe. Thank you, thank you, Crystal. How I'm are you? To be here. I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Mm, has it been um, a good day? It's been a good day. It's going well so far. Okay. So, this passion about nutrition, when did it start? Huh. Okay. So uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a very long ha. Huh. Okay. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Funny. Um, I've been a lover of science uh, from my primary school. So I want to think that um, my love for science started there, and I pursued sciences as well uh, mm-hmm. throughout school and in A level as well. Okay. Um, Where was so this? The, Where were you going to school? Where was that? Um, I went to Namagunga for primary, then I went to Nabingo for my secondary, that is O-Level, then I went to Kayaza Lady for A-Level. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Chambogo for my tertiary for my uh, university. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did so, you do you at know, Chambogo? I did uh, human nutrition and dietetics. Ah, hey, okay, all right. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, just to take you a little back, you know, when we're growing up, everyone has a dream, uh, what you want to be. Mm-hmm. And just like any child who is born in the 90s, I'm that old, <laughs> born in the 90s, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we had dreams for the things that we are you know we were exposed to that is uh, the professions that we knew was just being a doctor being a lawyer um being an engineer so is so, that what you were looking at you wanted to be a doctor i wanted to be a doctor growing up ah okay yes mm-hmm. so when it reached um in my a level mm-hmm. now i am exposed more and seeing all these things but also to be honest pcb wasn't the easiest it was it was such a hard hard combination <laughs> for me okay so, so you did it but ew, it was not yeah, easy. we we need to say the truth yes it's not an easy combination no mm-hmm. um and i excelled yes but it was not easy so when i looked at uh if I'm to go to do um, medicine, I have to almost five years. Yeah. I was not mentally prepared. I was not ready. Oh. But remember, my my parents, and this is my mom, she really had the idea because we used to talk about it and they knew that they had a doctor in the, in the ah, family, in the oh making. Oh my goodness. How did you navigate <laughs> that conversation? Yeah, so when it reached, um, she had the papers, she was buying all the things that need to go to med school. Mm-hmm. 
and I had a mentor uh, through my big brother. I got a mentor who I talked to, and I said, you know, honestly, I love I love working with patients. I love working in hospital. I don't think I have the mental standing for me to go and do medicine. Okay. So I was like, no, 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 no. But uh, I see you excelled uh, very well in food and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And there's this course that you can do. You're still in the hospital, but you're not essentially a doctor, but you're still in the hospital. So Yay! And that and that was a very very um, you know good thing for me. So we went through it, we talked through it, and it sounded good. Mm-hmm. But now the catch was I had to break this to the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I am still waiting for how it went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to break this to the sponsor, and it was not good. And I talk about story in the book uh, that I authored. I published it last year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. So we um, I talked to her, and she was not happy at all. And <laughs> she should. She was not happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, long story short, we had to go to the village and meet with the elders. We sat in a proper family meeting. Oh my! Oh wow! <laughs> okay. She had to report to me. She was not having it. <laughs> She's like this girl. After all this, she cannot. She cannot. She has an opinion. She can be a doctor. I have houses at home. We can put up a clinic. I was crying and I'm saying what? I'm going to do medicine. It was chaotic. And the whole thing was there was even a plan to set up a clinic. My, my, my. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very chaotic. Um, so we left village without really, uh, because uh, that time we met my dad's brother. My dad was not around the time, but my dad's brother was there. And he said, you say, no, I've always had this kid to be a doctor. And, you know, she had this whole standing. Me, I'm saying, I am not going to do medicine. <laughs> anyway, it was mm-hmm. so many tears, so many voices around. So mm-hmm. we came back. And now uh, my big brother, because uh, he has been out of the country as well, he has been exposed more, Mm -hmm. tried to talk to my mom, but um, he could not really help. Mm -hmm. So what he did by the time he was working in himself, so what he did is it took a professor. <laughs> he had to get experts, yes. someone an, an expert to weigh in on this yeah. family decision. Yes, yes, it was that bad. <laughs> so the professor had to come in. So my brother carried my mother to UNICEF and they met this professor who is, you know, into the same thing. And the professor had to help her understand because you can imagine she has never heard of anything about nutrition. Mm-hmm. She has and then she's not understanding who has who has uh, corrupted her young girl and the dreams that she had when did this end I paid for school for you we yes, had a plan yes we had a plan and then you, so I took a professor and um, she was uh, well she was a bit convinced so I had two uh, positions as well for nutrition that mm-hmm. was in uh I got in Makere and I got in Chambogo. Okay. So now that we had won the battle, I want to say won the battle, she said, you will only do it if you're in Chambogo because Mook has always tried. Like, you cannot go to Mook. So we said, mm. okay, for that one, you can win. So that's how I ended up in Chambogo and I did nutrition. <laughs> wow. That must have been a very interesting chapter in your life. I'm sure there were so many tears shed. There were so. so many tears. There were so many prayers because when my brother was taking my mom to UNICEF, mm-hmm. he said they woke up in the night with my young brother and prayed and said, this is the last that I'm trying. If this fails, look, you'll have to go and do medicine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Okay, now you see, one of the things you said was your mother did not understand. She's like, what is this nutrition? Like, what are you going to do? And for a lot of people who are listening in right now, they might have an idea what, you know, what it involves. But when you say human nutrition and dietetics, they're like, eh? What's that? Mm-hmm. Could What's you that? could you break it down for us? Okay, I could. Um, and nutrition, in very very simple terms, mm. it deals with how the human being or your body interacts with the food and how the food helps the body to thrive. Mm. So me as a nutritionist, I'm coming to help you put this together. I'm coming to help you understand what foods are going to be well for your body. Mm-hmm. I like to say that uh, doctors treat, but nutritionists prevent. Okay, okay. Right? Yes, I mean, so there are a lot of conversations around, you know, even different blood types, you know, some blood types should eat certain things. I don't know if that's true. I've heard about it. Is that part of it? It's a section of it. I don't like going into it a lot because how it came about is uh, in America, there's a researcher who did that, mm-hmm. who did finding out uh, blood types and how they um, and how they interact with different types of food. Mm. So based on that research is how some people, my colleagues in the profession use that. I don't like to use it, one, because the research was not done here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Africa is very different. Mm-hmm. And then we, um, our foods are more organic than theirs are yes so i really really do not like because you see when you're using that type of uh, methodology mm-hmm. it is with uh, it's very one very restrictive and i don't like restrictive diets because it gets you to eat a certain type of food in a certain way and then you find that um we are in a country where we have an abundance of food, mm-hmm. but also we have seasons. There are some uh, areas that don't have certain types of food. True, so if I'm going to give true. you that methodology, that means that you have to go uh, beyond your way to get that food, which maybe is not even affordable in your area uh-huh. or is not even existent in your area. And that's so, the reason so many people drop off whatever plans they have or, you know, yeah, or, or, yeah. you know nutrition plans that they decide to work on. And then they fall off because they're like... Ah, it's just too hard. So restrictive, yeah. yeah. Mm. So with the way I work, I like to start from where the people are because essentially if you understand the nutrients that are in particular foods, then you can look around what people have around themselves and then tailor around them. Mm-hmm. There, people will not feel like this is a burden because at the end of the day, a diet should not be a burden. It should be a uh-huh. habit that you're doing. Yes, it has to become part of your lifestyle. Yeah. Okay, okay. I love that you're doing work with children because I remember what you just said, you know, different areas have uh, different foods available, readily available. But generally, as a country, we're lucky that we have great organic foods. But you find that so many children in Uganda are malnourished and are not getting the nutrition they need. Yeah. How did you start working with children and persons with disabilities? Okay, I say working with uh, children because of uh, where I am now. I work with Spoon Foundation. and Spoon uh, Foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what we do is we are um, in child institutions, child care institutions, or mm-hmm. what people call uh, maybe uh, orphanages where children are. They do not have a family setting, but they are together. Okay. And this was from uh, finding out that usually these children had more malnutrition levels because i'll give you an example if you have one two three children in your home mm-hmm. the type of care that you give them is different from someone who's looking after 
20 children essentially yes yes so uh we go into those areas or into those institutions and then we talk to the caregivers who look after these children and we help them understand one the nutrition of you know about children how malnutrition affects the children Mm -hmm. why it is important we look at how uh, we monitor their growth we look at anemia because anemia is affecting so many children now Mm -hmm. but also we look at the the meals and how they are eating the positioning and these are things that we never think about how a child is positioned as they are eating it can work for them it can be against them wait 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 I don't understand that (laughs) what do you mean what do you mean how they are positioned yeah i could explain that and uh that one is more uh it's more evident among children with disability but also normal children so you see mm-hmm. when a child it's when they're lying when children are born mm-hmm. a baby who is from zero to two years maybe mm-hmm. their anatomy allows them to eat food where they are lying yes okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so when they grow up from two and older the anatomy sort of like shifts that's yes. why you see that if a child ate while they were sleeping they wouldn't choke but you never ask yourself why when a child is lying when they're from zero to two years they never choke <laughs> True. Have you ever thought about that? oh yeah. <laughs> yeah when you're breastfeeding they're like ah. yeah, so exactly really. exactly okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so we try to help them understand because uh there's what we call silent aspiration or silently choking so when a child is not positioned well mm. some particles of food can escape and they go into the windpipe because the windpipe and the food pipe are almost at the same position yes. they are positioned mm-hmm. together yes. and during swallowing is when uh, we have an, a membrane there that is going to close the windpipe the epiglottis it closes the windpipe mm-hmm. so that the food can pass and does not go into the tube mm-hmm. but when a child is not positioned well the chances of that closing fully well becomes less mm-hmm. so you find that some particles can escape into the windpipe and they may not notice because as we as adults when something goes into the wrong pipe that's when you choke and you try to clear out that's the body's way to clear out the uh-huh. unwanted food to go into the wrong pipe yes so now for children some do not even have that uh, they do not have the you know the mechanism to do that especially mm-hmm. those with uh, disabilities yes. but also some if they're very tiny particles they can pass you know without the child choking up but when they go into the lungs remember they're not being removed yeah. they pile up and they Ooh, whatever that's very and then they get pneumonia mm-hmm. yes it becomes dangerous and why we um concentrate on that because in such institutions you have many children it's one caretaker and you're not looking at every child so by the time you come to this one damage is done so because mm-hmm. they're looking after so many children yes. and yes yes so when when you help them understand then they can position these children very well and then they can be able to oversee without really so much damage done um so um but also children need stimulation and uh, we do this for in our families and we never think about it but you see when you're saying to a child eat your food you clap for them you are encouraging them mm-hmm. to eat yes, you understand? yes. Mm-hmm. but in such settings 
work has to get done. Mm-hmm. She can only do It's so like much. another thing on a list. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, so we encourage them, we uh we teach them how to enrich their foods, how to add more foods, uh how to put nutrients into the foods, how to choose foods that are more nutrient dense because children from 0 to 5 years are the peak of their growth. Mm-hmm. And if you lose out that time, for example, there are some things that happen to these children that you cannot change. There's something that we call stunting. Mm-hmm. Uh if a child is stunted and uh from 0 to 2 years and you don't change that, then uh when they grow up, they are damaged that's been done. Their brains are not developed well. So yeah. you find that it's a whole generation of kids who cannot really think well in class. So you're having so it's a it's and a this spiral. goes right back to their nutrition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Wow. Wow, thank you for that. I feel like that was amazing, really. I've learned something new. And I feel better (laughs) that as a mom, I'm like, sit up when you're eating. Can you sit up? (laughs) Now you know why. I feel much better now. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. So that is amazing. Amazing work you're doing with Spoon Foundation. Now tell me about the nutrition garage you set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Uh happy. I'm happy to say that. Okay. Okay. Um, we launched we launched last month uh on the 16th mm-hmm. we launched the nutrition garage a friend who's, of mine who's we <laughs> yes. yeah 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 a friend of mine uh, she's called Timkunde Jennifer mm-hmm. uh, she's a lady who is very passionate about healthy living she does a lot of uh, juicing she has very nice juicing that she has been doing for a while okay so we partnered and we put up a you know a place where people can come and uh, know essentially what i was explaining to you they Mm -hmm. can get uh, personalized nutrition counseling they can get personalized meal plans but they can also have options of nutritious things or nutritious foods readily to them at an affordable price Mm -hmm. so we have healthy salads we have healthy soaps we have a nutrition shop that has assorted items of healthy uh, nutritious things like nuts cashew nuts appliances that you can use to prepare nutritious foods mm-hmm. uh, smoothies so we wanted a place that is um, accessible to people but also people to know if i need to make my nutrition better for my children mm-hmm. for myself where do i go and we are located at a gym where people go to gym oh, out, so. that's really cool that's really cool where exactly is that yeah, we are located in Chiwatule. Uh, there's a new gym. It's called Andex Fitness Center, mm-hmm. just opposite Cinebel Supermarket mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Chiwatule. Okay. Yes, that's where it is. So it being near um, um, a fitness facility, we know that we shall now be accessing sports enthusiasts, but also people who want to be fit. But uh, exercises go hand in hand with that. You cannot do True. one and you leave one now. <laughs> exactly. The people, I've been on the treadmill for one hour, but I'm not seeing exactly. any results. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like toothpaste and, uh, you know, and the toothbrush. So yeah. you have to use them together. They're complementary. Mm-hmm. So uh, we uh, we put up this place. And uh, so far, so good. We're doing well. Slow, slow start. But uh, it's interesting. It's interesting that it came to pass. So, okay. Yeah, so when did you garage. open up the nutrition garage? When was this? Uh, it opened up to the public last month. Mm. Uh, we launched in on the 16th. But uh, from the beginning of there, we were setting up so that we can we can now be able to, you know, look out 
to people who can access it but now officially to people it was on the 16th of May mm-hmm. and we are now live we are open exciting <laughs> opposite <laughs> cinnabel supermarket we can't fail yes. to find it well that sounds yes. awesome lutgard um can you tell me about your book because you are a blogger as well where do we find your blog and tell me about your book Okay, I love writing. So, <laughs> uh, funny thing, uh, just to give a, a, a background, we grew up with my grandfather writing. My grandfather was a head teacher, I was a teacher. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't like got the gene of writing. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I found out. <laughs> yes, it is. But uh, I began uh, my journey for writing uh, should be in 2017-2018 softly. Mm-hmm. But in 2020, I was able to do a course in leadership and discussing leadership one of the outputs we had to author a book uh-huh. and people used to tell me to author books and i'm like how <laughs> I, I i didn't see it in myself i'm like how until i was forced to <laughs> until i was forced to so i wrote a book uh, it's called differently abled nutrition it's mm-hmm. a book for children under the age of 5 but also children with a disability that affects feeding mm-hmm. uh because i've been working in these uh people and populations of people mm-hmm. i thought that it was high time because this information is nowhere you go out to look for a book like that to guide people to know where to start because uh now like parents to children with disabilities yes they they are not sure if they're doing the right thing uh-huh. and then we also know that they go into uh, phases where they are in denial they are in grief so i talk about all those things mm-hmm. in that book i wanted to give a book that can uh, help parents journey uh, for their children's nutrition so okay. um, wow yeah. differently abled nutrition yes okay where can we find the book It's in a restock. It's in Uganda, Uganda bookshop near Christ the King. Mm-hmm. Uh it's with an online bookstore called Mahiri as well. Mm-hmm. And it's also on my social medias. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you can find it there. Now you know I the next love... question is what yeah. are your social media handles? <laughs> Where do we I go? Know. <laughs> I know. So for my blog, it's www.lutgardmusime.com. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll find all the pieces that I write. I put out articles every Wednesday. Okay. And then uh, on Twitter, it is at Akiki Lutgard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at Akiki Lutgard. Okay. And then for my uh, Facebook, Lutgard underscore the underscore nutritionist, as well as uh, uh, Instagram, the same, Lutgard underscore the underscore Okay, Sans, you are definitely doing amazing work with the Spoon Foundation. You're so excited. We can hear it when it comes to the nutrition garage. And I love what you're doing with your book giving back, your expertise, your what you've learned over time. Now I have one last question for you. Please. Your your name, Lutgard. I'm sure there are a lot of people <laughs> who are like Okay. Um, is there a story behind your name? I'm Catholic Christian, so we are uh-huh. named after saints. Okay. Uh, but the story be- <laughs> the story behind my name uh-huh. is uh, my mother, my mother had a friend who is a nun. She's called Sister Lutgard. Okay. And uh, they were very good friends. So, uh, um the story is what I know is she was very good to her and she gave her her first sandals in life. You see like we oh, now we have wow. we have sandals and it doesn't uh, you know make sense. 
no big right. deal, huh? Mm-hmm. It's no big deal, but yeah. So to I think honor her, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was named after her. Oh, so that's the story. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. Thank you for having me. My it's such pleasure. an honor. My pleasure. I, l- I really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you so so much. Thank you, Crystal. All right. Have a good afternoon. You too. Bye bye. Groove Cafe. Groove Cafe was powered by Equity. Dial star 247 hash. Send money, pay bills, or check account balance. Anytime, anywhere, any phone. Star 247 hash.